0: Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis.
1: Yay! Happy Friday Lit Sis nerds.
0: I was literally going to do a little intro since... You always do it, and we talked about it last week. But you cut in, so whatever.
1: Okay, fine, fine, fine. Go for it, go for it. We'll, we'll keep this in. But you're gonna say,
0: "Hey, let's listeners, welcome to another Friday."
1: But Friday. That
0: was gonna be my intro. Okay,
1: that's what, and then that's what I would have
0: done. No. Okay. Good, good, exactly. to also, good to know. Also, how this could have. I know now. we've had been having some discussions about. Who is the host and who is not the host, and if there's a co host or whatever. On our. Which
1: again is not our own. No, it's not. idea.
0: But on our but... app that we use, which is Anchor, which I'm sure you guys have heard the ad about it. We love Anchor. Ooh. It says, you are the host.
1: <laughs> That's true. So... Right now, while we're recording, because we're recording remotely right now, I, it says, I'm the host and you are connected. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm.
1: Well, that's because I was the one that initially thought of the idea of a podcast, and so I initially got the ad. yeah. But
0: who, and then I mean, who brought it to the next level? Me, my I presence to next level. Having me on, I thought board. you were going to say
1: because you made the 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 theme song. Oh,
0: that's true too. Without me, what would you do for the theme song?
1: Without me, I probably there would be no. Without you, there'd be no. And it'd just be lit, girl. Yeah, I have as nice of a ring to it, so. <laughs> that's that, that would be unfortunate but good
0: thing that that Mm-mm. is not happening we hope you guys are staying safe and as we are quarantining as much as possible um mm-hmm. yes i really hope you guys are taking the safety precautions seriously i know it's not an ideal time for anybody um i know like we just got a notification where we live where people aren't even allowed to go to each other's houses anymore. Um, like, yeah, you can't can't go to like, Like,
1: you, you probably shouldn't have before, but now you can be like, yeah, you could get like a
0: thousand dollar fine if you're just going to go visit somebody. And it's not like someone who is needing care or assistance or you're like dropping a kid off or stuff like that. It's just like, oh, I want to go say hi to you. Can't do that anymore. So,
1: yeah, I mean, you can, you can socialize within a six foot distance outdoors, so, like, Haley and I can still, like, go on walks together and, like, spend time that way. But things are going to look a little different for us the rest of these it's next It's kind of
0: crazy. But, you know, in the long run, I really think we're going to be very thankful that we took the precautions that we have. And we Definitely. don't want to be – like, I think I'd rather be safe than sorry. I think I've said that a lot about what's been going on in the world. And um, we'd rather mm-hmm. take the precautions and be inconvenienced, maybe, um, then, you know, put yourself at risk. Like, for example, after a while, you kind of get tired of eating the same thing over and over again, but you've got, you know, it's like, oh, I've got a loaf of bread. I might as well make a sandwich. Oh, what do I have for dinner? I've still got some bread. Might as well make a sandwich. Or how many times can you make pizza? Mm -hmm. Or how many times can I eat rice? You know, there's just a lot of different things. But you know, it's like, it's kind of like desperate times calls for desperate measures because they even have started. I know they just did it in our state, um, but they've been doing it in this in other States as well, where you uh, they're only letting a certain amount of people in grocery stores at a time and they have to be a certain mm-hmm. amount of feet apart. And so it's very much like if you don't have to go to the store, if you literally have zero things in your fridge, then go to the drive through or go to the grocery store or something. But if you can, Try to be creative. And I think that's what that's teaching us, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's definitely key to us how to be creative with what you have because
1: honestly, there's not a whole bunch mm-hmm. that is available for for at least in my house. But it does allow us to just be creative and, you know, find new things to make and it, it. It might not be, you know, it might not be the full course we're mm-hmm. used to, but it will. Yeah, be and I was thinking that too.
0: My husband, Max, can be a pretty big eater. And so we have to kind of say, Yes we've been talking about like, hey, we could eat all of this tonight because it's delicious and amazing and le- we could totally do it. Or we can try to ration a little bit and use some of it for a meal tomorrow, you know? So it's just like, you got to mm-hmm. kind of be, We also don't want to feel like, like, I'm going to starve, I have to starve and I'm not going to be able, you know, there's like yeah. a half medium. So take that as you will. But again, we are doing this remote and we will be until the ban is lifted but that doesn't Mm -hmm. stop us from having some good conversation and taking some quizzes which is kind of what we're going to be talking about today (laughs) yeah so uh
1: Haley and I um we well today Haley found this quiz
0: that is like these top 300 books that at you least once read. in your life everyone should read at least once At yes. least once in your life and then that spurred um, on actually and- in my email i got um an email from goodreads and i actually had a friend who was um posting on facebook of like hey i really love mysteries and thrillers like do you guys have is anyone have you oh, know yeah, any recommendations out there and i was like well let me just you know, type, 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 guide you to my, um, could you hear my nails? Oh, type, yes, type, yes. Type, guide you to my blog, brokenbinding.wordpress.com, And this is also a side mm-hmm. list of all of the things I would definitely recommend to you. Luckily, she had already seen my blog and has already used it as references, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Um, but it made me go onto my, I when I was in my email, I saw that Goodreads had sent an email out of like, Um, different lists. So most popular mystery thriller books on Goodreads, like the top 100 and then the top 40 most popular mysteries in the past five years. And so I sent those links to um, my friend and she's like, oh, awesome. Thanks. But it kind of got me questioning, you know, we are such big mystery thriller lovers. How many of those 100 or 40 of those lists have we actually read?
1: And the answer may surprise <laughs>
0: you. Actually, maybe it won't. I just wanted to be a little bit dramatic. Well, the thing, you know, is, you the know, thing is, before I even get into my numbers, there were multiple in all three of these lists where I was like, either one, I've definitely read you. Two, I have you on my shelf. Or I definitely know I should, be, I should have read you by now. Or I know of you. I've heard of you. Reference, you know. And then the third category where I was like, never heard of this in my life. <laughs>
1: yeah, honestly, well, here's the thing: a lot, a lot of them. Oh, yeah.
0: So some of them, it's not, like, it's
1: not like, it was completely different lists that like had totally different books. And we've read like this many of these very genres. So there were a lot of overlaps. But for me, my thing was, well, when you go on the Goodreads list, it just it shows you like if you're attached to with your Goodreads account, it shows you like, hey, you've already read this one. You've See, mine one. didn't
0: do that, a lot of mine but like... I get that. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so
1: a lot of mine were, were on the red already, but also a lot of them were on my oh. want to read. So, like, even if it was because it's stuff that I've already said that mm-hmm. I wanted to read, but it's just on this list. So, like, as I scroll through them, I was like, oh, you know, I've read this one, and then there's, like, three in a row that I have already listed as want to read, one of which I already Yeah. Read. So... Yeah, I definitely get that, too. And some of them are, like, ones that... Like, I'm looking here. A couple... Just to spoil. A couple are some Jillian Flynn yes. novels that I I do want to
0: eventually read them,
1: but I don't have them marked as well. Yeah, I have quite a few like want. that where I
0: was like, oh, yeah, I've seen this cover. I know this book. But I don't have it marked. So, I think it was just mm-hmm. more of... I think when mine connected... It, like, connected me to Goodreads, but then it took me to, like, the Safari page of it. So, I don't know if my account was actually connected when I went to Safari or not, but it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so we're going to be talking about those three lists, though. The first two are the most popular mystery thrillers on Goodreads and the most popular mysteries in the past five years. And then the one that started it all, books everyone should read at least once. And that has 300 books on the list. So we're not going to dive deep into all those. not at all. But that...
1: But we are going to
0: discuss. And honestly, stuff. that 300 list was all, if not all, almost all classics. And that yes. was so interesting because I, like, there were some modern things on there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I've read this. not There was, like, Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah, Harry Potter. But I think, like, Hunger Games was on there or something like that. It's like, oh, yeah, I've read these. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's quite a few, like classics that I've been like oh I've heard of this but then I got to a few like quite a few pages where I hadn't read any of those and I was like man I really should read these I really I really should look into these and really figure out like if these if these are like the top rated like you know so many people have read these these are like amazing I need to look them up and I need Mm to jump on the bandwagon kind of thing Oh yeah. So, what list do you want to talk yes. about first? Because I think I do think our numbers are going to surprise people. That's for sure.
1: I definitely agree. Um, so we can start with the forty most popular mysteries of the past okay. five. Okay.
0: We'll just
1: progressively go back and. That sounds
0: perfect. That sounds perfect. I like that. Oh,
1: also by the way, in case anyone was
0: wondering, Haley is sick. Oh right yes. Now. Do I sound sick? She. Uh, wait! Wait! Yeah, wait! Let me say this. Off the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, not that sick. Um, not as sick as off the ground. But you do have a little bit Nasal,
0: of Nasal. Nasally, <laughs> nasally sound to me.
1: Nasally sound. A little bit of a sinus infection. Um, but you're feeling a lot better than you were. My
0: goodness. Against, I feel like a whole new person. I feel like I've got energy. I'm, I'm able to go five minutes without there being snot coming out of my nose. Excuse me for my detail. But, yeah, it is a, yeah, it's it's a lot better, that's for sure.
1: Well, I'm glad, but I just wanted to bring that up in case anyone was like, why the heck? Does Haley sound so weird? She doesn't sound like magic.
0: <laughs> now Easy. you can actually tell the difference. We
1: sound distinctly different now. <laughs> <laughs> We're different now. We're different people. Um, yes, so I just want to... Explain that Haley is getting over some. Well, sickness. thank you. Yes, you're welcome. I didn't want people to be like, oh my gosh, she sounds weird. So, we will start with the um, list that is the 40 most popular mysteries of the past five years. And if you have. Is Lizis not fulfilling your weekly book related needs? <gasps> I know. How dare you. So sad. If you're like Haley and I, then you love books, which means you love to read. And then sometimes podcasts are great, but it's not as great
0: as reading. And if you want to be on the end with the people who you're listening to, a.k.a. us, us you can reference our bookstagrams. At Maddie Reads A Lot is mine. And at Brook and Binding is mine. Or if you really want to know
1: in-depth reviews, you can go to Haley's WordPress, which is brookandbinding.wordpress.com.
0: Where I reference all the books that I personally read or talk about my rating the synopsis of the book and why i gave it the stars
1: that i did but if you like to read but not that much you can go to maddie reads a lot where i write one little sentence about the book that i read and a small rating and
0: also keep enjoying lit sis yes and share lit sis share our bookstagrams and just share the book love
1: so should we just like Talk about some of the books that maybe we've read in common.
0: Sure. You've got the list pulled up. So I can I, I can do. just give you my number. And if you want, you can even just like speed spit out like the books, like the titles, and I can say yes or no, or you can say, you know, yes or no if you've read it or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. don't worry, we're not going so through we- all of the books. We're just we're just going through a few. So don't feel like, oh yeah. no, we're gonna hear 20 minutes of, of 440 four hundred and forty book titles read off. You're not. It would be less that than that because number. there's duplicates anyway. So. <laughs> <Because> there's <laughs> there's duplicates anyway. It wouldn't be a full
1: 440. That's true. That, that's true. Okay, so from the first list, Woman in the Window, we've both read, and we've both gone very deep into this. Check out our it. episode um. about it. Check out our um, yeah our episode about uh, Dan Mallory, and you'll hear how I feel about mm-hmm. it. Um, one book that I is on here that we've not really talked about in depth because we read it before the podcast was a thing is "Woman in Cabin Ten. So by good, Everywhere. so good. It's I've said this before, but it is probably my dream way a thriller could ever go. It's what? It's like my dream way a like a a dream a dream thriller. Oh spot yes,
0: line. oh yes. It's so
1: good. Like, Literally every single aspect of it. I'm just like, mm-hmm. yes. yes. Um, the Couple Next Door, which have you? Read? No. Okay. It's on my want to read. And then there's Behind Closed Doors by B.A. Paris. Is that the one that you have? I do.
0: I have Behind Closed Doors and I have The Breakdown, I think. I have. Well, oh, I know, but I'm saying I have both of them at my, at my house. But I do own Behind oh, okay. Closed Doors. And I started reading I've started that book twice. And every time I've gotten mm-hmm. through, I think – I just have a feeling I know where this is going to go. And then I just set it down and I just read something else. (laughs) So I'm like, so I haven't actually gotten that far. I probably got like 20 pages into it. So I really have not given it that much Mm -hmm. of a chance, but it definitely is. Like I said, there are books on each of these lists where I'm like, that is sitting on my shelf. Or I definitely have had that book recommended to me before. Or I, you know, Mm -hmm. I definitely know what that book is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, this one, this next one's very, very popular. The yes, action.
0: you've not read that, but that's
1: super popular. I need to. Yeah, I got it from book of the month. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, okay. And you, it, it's good. What'd you get? Four, Five, four. Yeah, four. You said there's a big twist though, so that's
0: encouraging. Okay. What'd you say? Huh. You
1: got. You're skipping in and out a little bit. Oh, sorry. I said that you gave You said there's a big twist. Yes, so there is a
0: pretty interesting twist in the plot line there. So yeah, I would recommend it for people All to right. read, but it's not like one of my absolute favorites.
1: Yeah. I'll I'll probably try I'm gonna try and highlight just the books that I know that we have not perfect so into the water by Paula Hawkins we read a while ago yeah Paula Hawkins yeah novel but I will say in comparison to I think some other twists that I've read in books
0: now doesn't have the most compelling twist yeah but it definitely has something about it where it it draws you to till the very last page like there's something that you want to know the mystery till the very end. So I think that is very sure. special in its writing. Like, the writing itself is special. Mm-hmm. Not as twisty as others. So next. Yes. Yeah. Next
1: is The Wife Between Us by Greer Hendrickson Sarah Cannon, which is their first book that they wrote yeah. together, which we just talked about how we were reading um, the whatever it was called <laughs> that we just read last
0: You season. Are Not Alone. You Are Not yeah. Alone.
1: That, that was an interesting. Yeah, book. it was
0: really good. I gave it four stars. Who did you give it? I think I gave it yeah. four stars. I really don't It was good. That. I thought it was interesting. I, it was four. I thought it was pretty good. I liked it yeah. better than an Anonymous Girl, which was their second book. So mm. I think mm-hmm. that might be a middle book syndrome thing, even though it's like not there. It's not yeah, like a series. A series, yet. series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But,
1: but it's kind of like that pressure to pump out another one without it yeah. actually being yeah, ready. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. I get it. Um, there's a couple Steven Kings on here, but we have not delved into Stephen King. I know
0: you when I know we've talked about that before but if you guys have any for real for real Stephen King recommendations and suggestions I have asked a few people for some of theirs as well but I just want like this is the year for me to read a Stephen King. I know it I feel it in my bones but I want to pick the right one. I know there's so many classes like The Shining and you've got like The Pet Cemetery that just was like a movie or TV show or something like that and you've got it which is also you know whatever Like there there's so many things where like he has written so many there's the new one the institute that came out it's like what do i pick like which one do i go for mm-hmm. and i just want to pick the right one because i really want to like him and i really want to like just dive into his writing like i want to read a lot of his books but i just want to make sure i have a good first experience mm-hmm so
1: on my wantreads it was Then She Was Gone by Lisa Jewell, which you were literally just talking about. A Lisa
0: I was. From. I have only read one Lisa Jewel. Um, <sighs> one? I knew you were gonna ask me that and I don't remember what it was. Shows how much I liked it. Um, it's not then she was gone, is it? No. Okay. Maybe you want me to look it up. Um
1: you, you can, can try have me to i am always keep okay. it um, Haley was just trying to decide but in our book uh, our book club she was talking about which Lisa Jewell she should read next. I've read The Family Upstairs which is a very very interesting book and I recommend that one to her. So Girl Before is on here by J.P. Delaney I think a very underrated Watching book. Watching you. Very underrated. Watching you. Okay. Yeah. Nah, that was okay. I don't know. Oh you know what? I've decided looking at these covers... I've decided that I, if a book has the author's name on top in a bigger font than the title, I'm not interested.
0: That's interesting.
1: Because to me, it's like, I'm important. You should know who I yeah. am.
0: Recognize my name. And because it's me, Yeah, recognize my name. Well, that's the what the author has done that, that you're referencing.
1: I'm just looking at this one right now. Rachel Cain, Stillhouse Lake. Okay. And like I just, it makes me angry because what your face is drawn to is the name, yeah, and not the title. What if it's like and the it's same like, I, size? See, this one's like the same size, but here's the thing: her name, the the whole cover is kind of mm-hmm. blue. Her name is in bright orange, oh, weird. and the title is oh, blue. so, so like, the
0: word her the name stands blue. out more. Yeah,
1: yeah. Versus like I like I'm looking at this one right here. It's the last Mrs. Parrish. I Live Constantine. First of all when the, the title of when the title is first, that's what you should yeah. be reading. You should be reading a title by author. So when it's author first, I just get freaked out and I don't like it. But this one like the title is really cool. The font is interesting. It's got like a diamond in the middle of the A. So it kind of gives you like a hint of what this book is kind of going to be about. Like the vibe. Um, and I like how the cover looks versus like the Stillhouse Lake one just has like a person rowing a boat and then Rachel Kane. Yeah. Bit. New York Times author, and then the title, and that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah.
0: To me. So, out of that list of the forty most popular mysteries in the past five years, how many have you read out of forty? I have
1: read. I already counted this, but I'm going to double check. One, You're going to count two, them again. Three, four. I'm pretty sure. I just want to double check. I mm-hmm. don't remember. Five, six, seven, eight. Uh, nine, ten. 11. That's what I thought.
0: Wow. I have read 15.
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, there. okay, I've read The Breakdown, but you yeah. haven't. You've read The Silent Patient. We've both read, so here are the ones that we've both read. Final Girls, Turn of the Key, um, Seven and a Half Deaths of Evelyn Hardcastle, The Death of Mrs. Westaway, The Lying Game, The Girl Before, The Wife Between Us, into the water, woman kind of and the woman in the window. And what have you read that I haven't? So you've read Silent
0: Patient. Um, do you want me to look up the list? Because I don't have the list. No,
1: I, I think I I think I can get. You've read Silent yep. Patient. You've read An Anonymous yep. Girl. And did you read The Widow by Sarah yes. Barton? Okay, those are the ones.
0: Okay. No, you're missing still one more. Right. Yeah, because that's 11 and I have 15. Stranger in the yes. House. Yes, Stranger in the House. Yes. Look at that. Look, look how well I know the book. Bravo. Okay. Next list. Thank you. Most popular mystery slash thrillers on Goodreads. There's 100 of them. Yeah. Here they all are. Yeah, so Just t- kidding. We're not going to do yeah. that.
1: <laughs> to give a general idea, on um, here are things like Gone Girl by Gillian Flynn, Girl on the Train Ooh. by Paula Hawkins, Big Little Lies Ooh. by Liam Morarty. There's Agatha Christie. There's John Grisham. Oh, no. There's Robert Galbraith. There is Another see oh, yeah. There's another John Grisham, um, Arthur Conan Doyle.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So this is not just the most. It's just most popular this overall. Overall, all of time, which is why you get things like Sir Arthur Conan Doyle on here, or Nora Roberts. You get, I mean, you got the repeated "The Outsider" by Stephen King on both. Then "She Was Gone" by Elisa Jules on both. Maybe we should read that one. "Woman in White" by Wilkie Collins. I really don't know what this is about, but the cover looks so cool. It's like
0: dark. You movie. should add it to your
1: want to read. I am. And then it's got like a bunch of gray and white birds just on the cover. Just a bunch of them. And encircled in it is the title in a very simple font. I'm kind of in love with it. So, yeah. So that's like the general these ones are less straight thriller stuff and more also mystery, which is why you're getting things like like Arthur Conan Doyle, like I said, or Agatha Christie. Agatha Christie is not thriller. She's mystery. Which sometimes I kind of
0: Yeah. So,
1: how many on this one have you read? Do you want to
0: guess? I've already sent you the number, but you did do you remember? Me.
1: I, think it's, I think it's something in the 20s.
0: 22, baby. Mm-hmm. What about you? I thought so. Um, I think it's 18. Okay. See? Yeah, so not... I know, but also, like, some of those big names, John Grissom, I have, like, one or two on my shelf of his. Like, I know you've read Cuckoo's Calling. Like, there's, like, stuff on there where I'm like, Yep, I've heard of this. Oh, I've oh heard no, this.
1: I haven't read it. You yet. haven't? Well, I guess this no. is just like,
0: there's so many familiar titles on there that I see it and I'm like, yes, I know you. Like I said, yes, I know you. You're either on my shelf or I definitely have heard of you and I have not read you yet.
1: Yeah, like some of the examples of those I think would be like Girl of the Dragon. That's, that's on dude. my shelf. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> know of that one. Um, I'm trying to think. Some other ones on here. Uh, oh, I've read Tana French's In the Woods, which I know you haven't read um, as on here. One of the things on here that I put in my want-to-reads is The Secret History by Donna Tarr, Um, which is a very popular book as well. Um, I'm trying to think. Again, there's there's so many John Grishams on here. There's The Good Girl by Mary Kubica, which I have definitely seen a cover of. It's just like a girl's face. Looks very, very young. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of generally what the list is like. I'm not going to go through and mm-hmm. all of them. However, I will mention a few of our common reads. Okay. So, starting at the top of the list, we have Gone Girl by Jillian Flynn, Girl on the Train by Paula Hawkins, which are two early, early reads for us. We read those a while ago. Uh, Agatha Christie's And Then There Were None, Leanne Moriarty's Big Little Lies, uh, ja- Murder in the Orient by Agatha Christie again woman in the window again woman on cabin 10 uh again into the water in a dark dark wood by Ruth Ware which I think is one of the most underrated it's friends,
0: so good to be honest. no one reads
1: the books of, of authors from before they were very famous. yeah I think like, people just don't. Do I it. think
0: there was like a book reading challenge that I sent you on Pinterest or something that said um one of the things was to read one of your favorite authors like read their first book their first published book. Mm -hmm. And I believe In A Dark, Dark Wood is her first published book. So I think a lot of times the first books get underrated and it kind of gets skipped over because then as they kind of build momentum and steam, people begin to recognize their name more and they don't actually ever go to the very beginning. So like, for example, I would love to read Leanne Moriarty's first book, which I don't actually know what that is off the top of my head. Um, But I really like her as an author and I would love to read her first one. Um, I feel like we have actually very luckily caught on to a few of these thriller um more recent thriller writers um and we've caught on with them and have been able to read month i mean year by year with them um like we've kind of caught on to them as they've become famous or become more of a name Mm -hmm. um but it's those ones that like for example, Kristen Hannah, we're like, we love Kristen Hannah. She's not a thriller author, but example, like she's becoming more popular and then you're like, oh, she has like 12 other books or something like that. You're like, what? Yeah. So it's like you kind of have to go mm-hmm. back and, you know, look back and there's quite a few authors that that we probably could go and read their first ones. I think it'd be really interesting to do.
1: Yeah. But then you get authors like Ruth Ware who we have read since well, since her second book. Or, like, Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pennon, we have read since their very first book together. Um, yeah. And stuff like that. Or, I think we were, J.P. Delaney, I think the girl before was his first book. Exactly. Um, so, you, you get stuff like that. So, it's really nice to be able to kind of follow an author, because sometimes I think if you go back backwards, um, you know, they don't write as well, because they were first getting into writing. Um, but also, sometimes they write better. Yeah, because then they don't have the pressure it's like it's like this was the very first one they're telling is the one they've wanted to tell yeah you know it's the one that's pressing on them maybe took them longer to do and now it's just kind of they're all kind of coming out and flowing and maybe they're not as good because it wasn't like the it wasn't the the story that they felt pressed to read for themselves out of passion so there's i mean and i and i'm saying that coming from a writer myself uh like the first book you publish is the one that you're most passionate about, usually, because that's the one that you want to get published because you love uh-huh. it. And then the rest of them are just like, well, I have another idea, but it's never probably going to be necessarily as passionate as your very very first one. Maybe it is, but that very very first one is your
0: baby. Important to you. It's your baby. I mean, I. It's your first I born. You love all of your kids the same, but for the firstborn has a little special place.
1: <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is very, very typical of many, many families. Not going to point fingers anywhere at all. No, Nowhere.
0: Moving on. That <laughs>
1: <laughs> Moving on. But yeah, so honestly, looking at this list, a lot of them are bit the same. Yeah.
0: Same those books. two yeah there's a lot of overlap for sure mm-hmm.
1: i think if there it was a book on this list that i would want to read that i haven't necessarily read is and you know which this this one is this one just kind of is catching my eye right now Is the my lovely wife book
0: um, <laughs> my lovely wife oh yes so good yeah. very interesting Have, did you read did you read it then yeah why couldn't you read it
1: I'm not saying I couldn't read it. I'm just saying, have you, I'm interested in looking at all these books. It's good.
0: It's worth the read. Okay.
1: Okay, good. I will put it on my want to read. Perfect.
0: All right. And this last list that we're going to talk about is the top 300 top. Can you believe it? I mean, there's way more than 300 books, but top 300 books everyone should read at least once. Yes. (sighs) So
1: honestly, there's so many to look at. Um, but I'm going to be looking at, so there is on the list, there is a voting section, which I don't think if you noticed what? this, but there's a, uh, Haley? Yeah. Did you just make a noise? what? Oh, it's sounds weird <laughs> to me. Anyway, but there's a voting section where people have voted on, I mean, there's not many votes, there's like seven, um, but people have like ranked which out of the 300 are like their favorites. Um, I'm going to scroll down all the way to the bottom and just see. Oh, their Red Harvest received a negative one. Though. Oh, wow. Interesting. And then after that is the Talented Mr. Ripley. Strong, Poison, Sentimental Education. Like, a lot of these, I don't mean, <laughs> The Girl the Dragon Tattoo is number 295. Wow. This is really interesting to me. Call the Wild is actually pretty low down here. Um, What I would not have expected. Yeah, so these ones that are must reads apparently
0: are a little bit more must read than others Ooh, you should read off maybe the top 10 of the most voted oh. ones and see if we've read any okay, of so, those
1: all right awesome so I, I this first one honestly doesn't it's not a surprise to me um
0: it's Alice at, alice's adventures in wonderland slash through looking yes out. i've not read that that's not but this is the thing when i worked at barnes and noble I saw these, like, they have, like, fancy editions of, like, some of these classics. And I saw that one. And every time I was like, I probably should buy this. And I felt this need to buy it. I was like, I feel like I need to read this. But I never did. And yeah. if I would have, I would have definitely voted probably number one. I would have been like, yep, I am in the number one club. But I didn't. I mean, it's
1: it's, it's a very popular the- like a, a duology um, in – in England, because the the writer was Lewis Carroll. It's a pseudonym for a man who lived in Oxford, England. Um, and actually, Alice's... Ma- uh, I think it's...
0: It's based off of his daughter, I think. Yeah, it's like a I family, was, like a relative or something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I literally, like, went to Oxford and learned all this stuff about how, like, Lewis Carroll... The, I don't remember his real name, but he... Like just like there's literally like a painting of the girl that is like inspired by oh, Alice, no like, way. In their, their Great Hall. Mhm. And like there's a bunch of like the Does little, she look like the she cartoon really Alice? Cool. No. <laughs> she looks like a normal person. No, but I mean like um, does she have
0: the blonde hair and blue eyes and No, I think she had brownish red hair. Weird. Yeah,
1: but there's also like all these tiny like little I remember on the in the Great Hall in Christchurch College, there's all these like tiny little like like um, why am I trying to get like little not little sculptures but like little like like you know like the like the edge of windows where it's like wooden sometimes yeah there's like etched into the wood are like characters from Wonderland that's Man. cool so like this place like really went hard on like the Alice thing.
0: yeah that's pretty cool like,
1: they, so like that's just how much that they liked it um, and like they treasured it because it was based on people from Oxford so I totally understand why this is number one what are the other ones so number two is Hamlet okay um, number three is Charlotte's Web, actually, which is a super so sweet good. Book number four is a book that you don't like, but I love To Any Kill guesses? a Mockingbird. That's correct. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually, one of my friends, literally just told me how she really enjoyed Ghost at a Watchman, when I know a lot of people don't like it, and I
0: haven't read it. Well, you should read it uh, and then if it, see if it compares. Yeah.
1: She said it because she she said she liked it because she knew that not necessarily people were going to like it because it really affects a certain character Atticus um (laughs) and changes kind of him is Atticus the dad yeah it kind of changes kind of his character because he's old and like um I think he might get dementia and so he kind of acts a little bit differently um and so it's it's hurtful I think to some people to see the way that Atticus changes but my friend was like you just have to deal with the fact that like people get old and they change. Like it's not, everyone's going to remain the same. Um, But I think what, I think what I've heard have heard is that his, you know, his advocacy for, for black people in the South kind of dissipates into older kind of racist Atticus is what I've heard. Interesting. that's where people kind of get annoyed about. So I, I I should read it. But so the next book is Gulliver's Travels, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: which no, never read. No,
0: but it's obviously that's a very recognizable name.
1: It is, and then *Pride and Prejudice*, which we still need to read. <sighs>
0: mm-hmm. Jane Austen is also empathize. another author for us to read this year.
1: We need to read it so fast. I, I can't even emphasize how much we need to read Jane Austen. Can't even emphasize that. Uh, next is *Treasure Island*, another classic. Um, and then *War and Peace*. By Lily Oh, Stoy. we need to
0: read that. I've heard it's really that. good
1: has such fans of russian literature i don't know why we haven't yet
0: well I'm you well, what? you what you like uh tolstor but you do not like Dostoevsky. so of course i don't like Dostoevsky. but he's he a does. russian anyone literature love
1: anyone with a brain
0: two of like his to books to were out. on the 300 list
1: what was the other one was it the the brothers Kar- Kar- something. I can't
0: remember what it was called but it's definitely a popular one obviously
1: <laughs> I can't even like pronounce it it's like the I'm gonna look it up right now it's like the brothers Kar- Karamazov.
0: is that what it is
1: I don't know if that's the one on here but that's that's another one who's very
0: popular are you ones. looking it up
1: that's what it's I don't know if that's the oh. other one in the list I'm just saying oh, gotcha. yeah it is it's literally number 13 I see it right oh wow well. <laughs> If I had scrolled down literally There it that I would have seen it. Yeah, so that's another So is that the one. tenth? Is it, what's
0: the sure. tenth one?
1: I, I mean I'm not even at nine oh, yet. Sorry. The next one I know you don't like. Nine is The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn.
0: It was okay. Just wasn't okay. my favorite.
1: That's fair. Um, and then number ten, I know we can both agree is very, very good. Is And Then There Were None by accident. Yes.
0: Probably the best thriller I've ever read in my life.
1: It is so, so good. You think, you think that it's going to turn around at some point and you're like, there's no way. There's
0: no. Is way. there a movie? And then, it, and then there were none?
1: I think they're working on it.
0: We need or to watch it.
1: Working on, or they're working on like something that's like based in Egypt. There's like a, a Cairo one or the Nile, Death on the Nile. <gasps> I think they're working on. So, yeah, so that's the top 10, but like some fun contenders that are in here as well are chronicles of narnia uh gone with the wind these are like in like the top 15 then there's great expectations in 18 hobbits in 19 jungle books in 20 florida flies in 23 yes. Mice of mice and men in 26 yes. um which i'm so surprised is ranked higher than east of eden because that one i think is highly superior you
0: think east of eden is better than of mice and men
1: 100 percent. i think you're nuts but whatever wow that's crazy i love east of I Eden. i love
0: both cool. I love, okay, both. I love both too. They both I have love, a special place in my heart.: I,
1: just, I love the in uh, constant biblical image.: I
0: know that's beautiful.' I, the, the so,
1: so, so: I mean, bloody. you
0: give me any Southern writer, classic <laughs> Southern writer, I will just love you. <laughs> they it are the only like they, so they are the only authors where I can put up with their description, and that is that's saying fair. something.: Yeah, that's fair.
1: What about um? What about Faulkner though? That's what I'm saying. Do you like Faulkner,
0: Southern writer? Any Southern? Do you like Faulkner? With... Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I'm telling you, I'm not saying I don't uh, like description in like modern day contemporary. Like descriptions in England. I, yes, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the British Fine. people need to learn a little bit of romance when it comes to their writing, like the Southern folk down here, because sure. they there's something how they write it's just i don't know it's interesting you
1: also get like you also get like i don't know about you but like when i read books that are like classic southern books i kind of like read it in that like sweet southern drawl you know like nice nice it's nice accent
0: there who tried helping you you with your southern accent (laughs) me
1: i can really only do a british one um but like just like when you picture that picture like the like not that this is a positive place but like the big plantation uh-huh. and the willow tree yeah and like that kind of stuff and that soft like slow and low accent like
0: it just feels so relaxed it is and the British so, is like so uptight like it's like
1: hey, say we're walking down the street and the wind was yeah and, like a <laughs> <it's scary>. yeah <laughs> it's very like it's like Hermione when she introduces herself on Hogwarts yeah. Express to Harry and Ron in the book. It, like, she says, like, a bunch of sentences and right after it. It says, like, she said this all very fast.
0: Mm-hmm. So good. So
1: good. Yeah. So just another couple of books. Some, again, classics. Anna Krenina. Um But then, of course, there are also some random modern ones thrown in here, like the book Thief, which will certainly become a classic for many, many years. Um, as well as Harry Potter is in here. That's ranked at 55. Uh, the Kite Runner by Khaled Hosseini, which is also a play. I found out very, very good. I think you should read it very much. I think you would like it. Yeah, you've said that. Yeah, it's sad. I like it. Um, yeah. So you, mo- it's mostly classics, and I think it's, I think it's good to like go through and like figure out like how much of these,
0: how many of these have you actually read? Because how many did you end up reading? Have you read my number is fifty five out of three hundred. Yeah, See, that's not like crazy good, but it's better than mine. What's yours? Mine's 39. <gasps> well, this is the thing. I realized this when I was going through the list that there are quite a few on there that I read in some of my like AP classes that you didn't because mm-hmm. um you read some books that I read, like, sophomore or freshman year, you read in your AP classes when I read them in, like, normal class. So, I don't know how that happened, but things got shifted you know what? around. <laughs> I know what it is. What?
1: I took, well, I'm going to explain, I think, two theories, but one, I didn't take English 10. I took AP prep. Oh. And in AP prep with Mr. Kim, we read, like, The Ender's Game, or Ender's Game, or whatever, and then I don't even remember anything else we read just because I didn't like Ender's Game. We read Ender's Game, we read Anthem, and I think we only read, like, one other book because we just, he was teaching us about, like, taking notes and, like, learning critical thinking in writing and, like, looking at symbolism and, like, all that kind of stuff. So we were reading the books, but then we were picking them apart way more than we would in a normal English class. So I think because you had English 9 and English 10, where you guys just kind of pumped books out. I had English 9 where we pumped books out, and then I had I had AP prep where we read a few and we went far in depth. And then I think for both AP Language and AP Lit, we we read less books than you did. Cause I, especially AP Lit, I know for sure yeah. because we had like whole like two months worth of books that we never got to because we would just discuss and discuss and
0: discuss the other assigned books. Yeah, we read a lot. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I i literally – I was going through this list, and I remember thinking to myself, I know Haley has read this one because <laughs> of
0: school, but
1: I know we never got to. So it
0: what did you say so your number was? That. Mine was 55, and what was yours? 39. Yeah, 39. That's quite a big difference, but I've also been around for five more years. I'm just kidding. I was not reading classics when I was a five-year-old, so don't think I it matters that much. <laughs> and you haven't, been, you haven't been reading many classics since after high no, school. No, but I definitely think this summer – I'm feeling classics for the summer. I don't know why I'm feeling Jane Austen. I'm feeling, I want to get into a Stephen King. I want to get into some classic stuff. So maybe we can raise that number up.
1: How about we make classics for June? (gasps) Let's do it. Wait a minute. I can't do that. I did classics for February.
0: Yeah, you've already done classics.
1: You can read classics in June. What am I doing? I I can't do two (laughs) classics.
0: (laughs) You probably could. There's plenty of classics, obviously.
1: Obviously, that's why they're classed,
0: So, speaking of reading things, did you have something else you were going to say?
1: No, I don't. I just saw this list that says a thousand books you may have actually read. Whoa. Which, I mean, the first few are Harry Potter, Hunger Games, and Twilight. So, I may have actually read these thousand books. You
0: should send me the list and we'll, we'll, we'll uh, count them off. Just oh, not right no, now. I will.
1: I'm already eight. In. Wow.
0: Okay, so then, speaking of things that you have read, what are you reading?
1: So, what am I reading right now? I am reading, technically, one, I haven't started yet, but I'm planning on reading it soon. But um, what I am reading right now is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Classic. Um, and for, it's for my Harry Potter reread. April is my month of rereads. I normally start my Harry Potter reread in February, which I did, but I was so preoccupied with my other genres of books that I just barely got to it. Um, So now I'm really fully reading it as much as possible. Um, And then I'm going to be rereading The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reed really soon. Perfect. Yeah. So what are you reading?
0: You know, I just finished a book today.
1: Amazing. Yes. And I have. I'm glad you finally got to read those last three or four (laughs) I know.
0: It took me like a while, but I did it. Um, (laughs) I have like two or three that I have pulled. And I'm not sure which one to dive into yet, but uh, I will let you know. Oh,
1: so you don't even give, You're not even giving an answer. You want me
0: to give an answer? I can tell you some of my options, I guess.
1: Yeah. Wh- what are some of your options? Okay. Just well, just, just I've curiosity.
0: got my book of the month for April: "The Library of Legends" by Janie Chang. Okay. And then I have. Um, oh, hold on. I'll be able to pull it up for you. It's um one of my birthday books. It is called dun, 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 Saint X by Alexis Scheitkin. Scheitkin. Okay. a thriller m- mystery. Um okay. and then I have another one I just pulled, Oh Girls in the Garden by Lisa Jewell.
1: Mm, that's that was one of your options. Yes. That you were t- talking about today. Yes.
0: So, we'll see. I think it's going to be one of those. I did just finish like a thrillery thing. But I'm kind of on that kick right now. I could pump out mm-hmm. another one, like The Girls in the Garden. I keep thinking about because it's I've had it in my shelf for a while. It's not very long. It's kind of in that missing person vibe. So I could, you know, I'm kind of in there right now. Um, but also Saint X is about missing person and like murder and stuff like that. The Library of Legends is the one that's more historical fantasy ish. That would definitely throw me for a loop. So. I think at some point I will try to get all of those done for April, but I just don't know which one to read next. Perfect. Well, I'm
1: glad to know that you have some options. Yes.
0: And that you're narrowing it
1: down instead of staring at your bookshelf with all your various books pulled out, completely unsure what you
0: should do. Yes. Well, I've already pulled a few, so I was just staring at the smaller pile instead of all of them. Ah, that's fair. So I'm already 100 books into this other list,
1: and I've read 38. Wow. So I feel like I'll have a higher score for this one. But you'll probably still be higher than We'll you.
0: see. We'll see. We will see.
1: All righty. Well, everybody, thanks for listening to us. Just kind of talk about lists of books. I'm sure. I mean, what else do you do most... during
0: quarantine?
1: I know. Take quizzes. What else do you even do? You... Quizzes. We're quizzing ourselves on books, to be honest. So, well, thank you all for listening. A goldfinch was on this list.
0: <laughs> a gold Goldfinch. <laughs> Are you thinking <laughs> about it my Go <laughs> <Stop laughs> Go flip some pages. Are you even my sister? Go flip some pages.
1: All right guys, thanks for taking Um wait. Wait. the
0: wife looking? You're breaking up. Try again.
1: Okay. One of the books that's kind of catching my attention right now is the My
0: Lovely Wife book. I missed it again. (laughs) Apparently you're not supposed to say this title on this podcast.